Podcast Appetite for Distortion, episode number 407. My name is Brando. With me, it's been a while, all the way from the Netherlands. I'm glad we have the technology now. Remco, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Brando. Yeah, first of all, 40 what did you say? 407. You remember? Uh, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah. Because you were on a couple back in the day, but I. I I, I'm I can't remember. It's like it's no, of course not. No, I uh, with um, uh, we were talking to uh, Gary Kelly, uh, Chips Enough, and I think we did one or two others. Yeah, and then I set up uh, a few others with other fans, like Tim Tricoli, of course, and Yanni uh, uh, from Finland. Yes, and um, yeah, right now um, I'm back. Yeah, no, I... and uh, all's fine. Well, it's fine. I just came back uh, the other week from uh, the GNR show in uh, Weird, as we say it in uh, Holland. Weird. Weird, the Netherlands. Yes, it's called Weird. You, uh, it is we e e r t. So weird, maybe for uh, for you guys. And I, I love doing these fan reviews, especially with you. How I just learn other parts of the the world. So feel free to make fun of me when I mispronounce something. I'm not going to make fun of anything in your in your country. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna do a Netherlands review. I, I, when I saw you post pictures, and it seemed like you had a great time, and we could probably show some of these pictures uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, I'm like, you know what? I haven't spoken yeah. to Remco in a while, and I also want to talk about the GNR news, the shotgun news. News. Because I kind of left off with a cliffhanger last time. Because mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses, they are just wrapping up their European tour and they're going to visit other countries before they come to my neck of the woods, uh, New Jersey, next month. And it left off with a, a interview that Duff did in a German magazine, like Ultimate. It was like a classicrock.net or something like that, that he did an interview. And he kind of just threw it out there. Not... Much unlike how Susan Holmes McKagan, when we were doing an interview about her stuff, and she randomly mentioned, oh, I've heard new Guns N' Roses music, and then it went viral and everything. Uh, And of course, I haven't heard from her since, so maybe this is a pattern where we're going to talk about how things and or people get deleted after they talk about new music. So since then, because it was maybe a few days away, I had quoted, that's what uh, Duff had mentioned, by the end of the week... And I think I recorded it on maybe a Wednesday, and it was a Saturday. Well, it's a Sunday now. Nothing, yeah. nothing has happened. However, we got more concrete evidence. So that was deleted, that you can't read that article anymore. However, it's the Internet. It lives on. People have transcribed it. Uh, people have covered it. So I, I, it's kind of unfair to the original source to get rid of it. Anyway, uh, so since then... I guess this was part of, and you've seen these videos that are now also since deleted. And you did not do the VIP package, I assume, right? When you went to the show? No, not VIP. Uh, well, um, a kind of VIP. I went to, uh, I had the early access uh, um, tickets. So we were able to get in front, yeah, just front row very early on, but we didn't go backstage. No. Okay, cool. Because if you've read part of, and I spoke about it when they first started doing these VIP packages where you, you don't meet the band. I mean, usually with these VIP packages, there are meet and greets. Uh, it's, yeah. There are levels of it. Uh, you can have a VIP, VIP plus. You can, sometimes it's just a quick picture. Sometimes it's a, a dinner with some, some bands. I don't, I, you know, I don't expect that with Guns N' Roses, but you don't meet anybody. However, you do meet the crew and how they put together the stage all the time. Uh, every night, True. Yeah, which is still very cool. That's so I, I digress there. However, there was a video posted online, and I admit it. Anyone who saw the thread 
on Facebook. I didn't recognize who it was. Tom Mayhew, who's been their stage manager for over three decades. I know the name. Yeah. You know, old white guy. Sorry, Tom. And his brother, uh, McBob, is the one that introduces Guns, Guns N' Roses, that very famous way, you know, uh, from Hollywood, you know, guns, and you, know, you want the best band? Well, they didn't fucking make it, that whole thing. So that's McBob, and his brother, Tom Mayhew, is the stage manager, and has been so, again, for 30 years plus, maybe 35 or whatever. So there's a, a few recordings of him talking, and him saying, talking about, kind of unsolicited too because it's like you can ask me questions and he's, he's like go ahead ask me so I'm going to read some of what he said and again this is on online and the videos have been deleted since the morning of us recording this so it's just <laughs> it exists no matter what you do so Tom Mayhew said this so I've been with the band forever we're just getting ready to finish up this portion of our Guns N' Roses European tour Mayhew said, and I'm reading this from Loudwire. They transcribed it, uh, which I had also just mentioned. It's the European tour en- uh, ending, and the North American tour is starting soon. Uh, and I know the band's going to start to work on new music. They've got a bunch of stuff recorded already. So we've kind of known that, and I've joked how the band is kind of like Blues Clues, where you have to find little pieces of information here and there from different interviews, transcribing them from other languages. So that's nothing new. I've said that Slash had said this maybe last year, how they're going to finish this tour and they're not going to tour for a bit and write new music. And he's since announced Slash with Miles Kennedy. So everything's to seem like it's not it's in sync with his timeline. So Slash is... Yeah, that was, that was in, uh, January 22, I think. Yeah, early 22. So he, uh, he was already talking about those songs because he i think he mentioned as well um it, it, it isn't necessary for a band right now of course to put out an entire album but just put out some singles and he I think he talked a bit about uh, absurd and um uh, hard school um yeah hard school as well yeah but nothing happened indeed the only thing that happened i remember joking about it where they were expecting a summer release and that's when User Illusion, the box set, came out on the very last day of summer. So I yeah. guess a year later after the anniversary. But whatever. He wasn't wrong. Uh, so you, you can't say that he was wrong or, or whatever. And I don't yeah. think, I don't believe any of these people are lying. So I, let me just say that, by the way. So he, he continues, Tom Mayhew. Uh, so there will be new Guns N' Roses music very soon. In fact, I think they're trying to get a single out any day now. So you may be hearing something very, very soon, which is great. So that's kind of what Duff said. Okay, so that's another person of note. This isn't just some roadie. This isn't just some uh, fly-by-night stage manager just hired this year. This is a guy who's been with the band who knows who knows in the, like, the lay of the land. I feel like he wouldn't speak out of turn. And I'll kind of, we'll talk about that after. He goes on because everyone asks, like, oh, is this just going to be Chinese leftovers? Is it going to be, like, absurd, like, uh, a hard school? That's another discussion, which we've had before. If it's new, it's new. I don't think it matters when it was written. Like, it just it hasn't been made available publicly yet. So it's... Then you wanted to, like, you want to argue the word new. And I, I think that's a whole other conversation. Well, but I, I did... I do believe he said... Um uh, they sound a bit more uh, appetites for destruction like so yeah so he, he said it's a lot more appetite oriented They yeah. and see I want to ask you this because you know more than me uh, they had a lot of songs when the band went in originally and recorded Appetite for Destruction I think they had recorded like 29 songs so there's a bunch of other music that was left over that didn't make the first record so that that's new yeah. information right Kind of, yeah. I, I, it surprised me because I actually think a lot of those demos ended up in the uh, Appetite uh, Locked and Loaded uh, mm. box set. So I don't believe there's that much material from that period that they actually are going to release right now. Um, but then again, he did say 
it was uh, appetite. It did sound a bit like uh, appetite. So maybe um, they changed up uh, the, the Chinese democracy demo, the demos that just are laying there. Axel didn't do anything with them other than the, the Chinese album. Maybe uh, Slash and Duff, yeah, made it uh, sound more like uh, Appetite. I think that's what actually is going to happen. You know, uh, song titles that are going around right now are, of course, uh, perhaps and the general. Mm -hmm. um, my guess is that these songs got revamped by uh, uh, Slash and Duff and got new sounds on it, new guitars, new bass, maybe even some new uh, drums by Frank. Um, and yeah, obviously, the three of them sound more appetite than just Axel on the uh, Chinese uh, records. Sure, and I think that's what it was going to sound like too. You're making, you're taking Chinese democracy, and Axel where he was musically and motivated at that point, and putting now Duff and Slash on, and that's where you get hard school, you get absurd. But it just sounds like Tom was saying that they had a lot of stuff recorded at that time that they never used so and you mentioned in the box set so are you going to see something like new work tune uh the the plague things that were just instrumentals yeah. that we once that fans were once complaining about that were the only extras this you know minute of a cool jam but was never anything but now you can make that jam and turn it yeah. into something now all these years later which is great all this is awesome news by the way like, we can have these fun conversations, but the news gets turned into... Uh, I made the, the Blue's Clues reference now, but it's like Inspector Gadget, where the chief would give Inspector Gadget, like, his you know, his message, like, his, yeah. his mission for that day. And it's like, this message will self-destruct in five, four, three, and just, like, blow up. So they keep <laughs> deleting things. And yeah. I don't know who that's what that's helping you know it's one thing if you try to scrub it off the internet and I've, ha I've had these discussions with my podcast where maybe almost right away people are like oh I forgot I said that can you edit that out or after we recorded please don't post that things like that but when you have this you know the Tom Mayhew videos being taken down which my only guess you can tell me your thoughts did he know he was being recorded like did this video taken by somebody in the VIP where you're meeting people like that I mean, it looks like he's not hiding or her uh, hiding the camera. So, did he know he's being recorded saying these things, and then it gets no, deleted? And, and or did the person well, you mentioned? Sorry, I want to give you credit though. Before we started recording, you mentioned maybe the person deleted it on their own. It's not even managed. Yeah. So that's even up for the in, uh, discussion. Yeah, or maybe, um, and I can understand um, them asking not to film it, and it right. was. Uh, recorded, you know, behind the back or anything. No idea. I I I, I couldn't see him uh, look directly into the camera. So I'm not sure. The things he said, yeah, some were uh, very cool news items, and uh, of course, immediately we knew. Uh, okay, this is this will be on. Uh, I don't know, Blabbermouth or uh, anywhere, because it really is news. And actually, I expected uh, last Friday to maybe uh, a single uh, to be dropped um, but maybe next Friday or when the US tour starts we don't know I know the, the thing is and I do understand what you say uh, the the Inspector Gadget uh, <laughs> reference uh, of course um, they don't uh, control the information at that point right. so um, when someone's saying something about the recordings maybe uh, they make clear appointments to altogether not to do so i have no idea because you also saw it with uh, um what's it uh, i don't know a scandinavian uh studio oh yeah with, uh, uh, axel and slash mm -hmm. um uh, as visitors just listening to some tunes we all knew okay that might be the next single or a new song um but that got deleted as well and they were and they t told um on their instagram i think that they were asked to delete it oh they did say that after okay 
Uh, and the biggest proof is what I said, and I, I always let people behind the curtain because none of this is. We're not giving out missile codes here. You know, I'm not putting out the music. I'm not stealing anything. We're talking about what's actually happening. So I had messaged. I didn't want to message the person that posted these Dom Mayhew videos because it's just a regular person. And it's they probably don't want all that attention. Uh, they're probably just you know, a Guns N' Roses fan that caught this on camera. But with the studio, I'm like, okay, does anyone want to come on the podcast? Uh, and I preface it always because of situations like this. I'm not asking for any dirt for you to tell me exactly what happened. Just tell me about the experience. Was Axel nice? What shirt was Slash yeah. wearing? Just tell me about the history of your studio. And they agreed right away. And, like, they gave me the email. We can figure out a time. And the next day, <laughs> the next day, I'm sorry, we can't do any interviews about this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what yeah. happened? You know. Uh, it, but it's already out there. That that. That photo was already out there. Uh, so I already made a, a meme of it. Sorry about Axel's nips because he was excited or it was cold in the studio. Either way. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of studio, so people know because it's so hot here in, uh, yeah. in Queens, New York. I'm currently wiping myself with a bandana that I got cool. from uh, my first Guns N' Roses show. It's 2002 uh, Guns N' Roses. And that's what it feels like nowadays. It feels like we're in the, ah. chi- the Chinese democracy days where we're waiting for something to happen. Oh, that's a nice one, a rare one. You don't see that that, uh, that one too much. Yeah, with the, uh, so uh, the Chinese with star, the, logo. the star and the GNR yeah. kind of like Chinese lettering. And yeah, yeah. I, might, I might start rocking it in the, this summer because protect my bald yeah. head from sweating in my eyes. Uh, but, but yeah, it feels, and I've seen this comment a lot, it could be a look at it as a bad thing or a good thing. It's kind of like Chinese democracy era now. It's like something's coming. When's it coming? Is yeah. it ever coming? It's never coming. Like, how do you feel? How do you feel about what's now, good to come? I don't know if soon is the word. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? No, of course. It, it's. it's um, I do expect uh, a song or two uh, to be released this summer. Me too. Um and I think um, there's also, uh, and that's, that's funny, the, the Spotify uh, Inspector Gadget fans who served on Spotify um, typed in the general uh, and then um, space uh, G and then not the song title, the general show up shows up, but Guns N' Roses, the artist mm-hmm. show up. And exactly the same thing happened back in, um, well, when was it? A few years ago when Absurd, I think, uh, was released. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same thing. I think it was Hard School or something and G. And then Guns N' Roses um, gotta, showed up. So the general might be one. You got to respect those Guns N' Roses uh, sleuths out there. And I remember, I think I, we spoke about it at the time, where it's not like you're typing it something into Google or Twitter and it's something that people search all the time. It's not that kind of algorithm with Spotify. You're typing something that there is programming for, for lack of, yeah. you know, better, someone smarter than me can verbalize better. But so it's just, it's another, again, blues clues kind of situation. But let me ask you before we kind of transition to just the fun of it all, the, the time that you had mm-hmm. at, at a concert, how do you feel, though, as a fan? Because you see frustration out there. And I did type, before when I shared the video, watch it now because it's about to get, it's going to be deleted. And it actually took a little, maybe a day or two longer than I thought because Loudwire and some other Ultimate Guitar uh, managed to put out articles about it and transcribing it. Yeah. But there are fans that are frustrated. It's like you give us a breadcrumb, but you take it away. Like why? So, but there are others that, Oh, don't worry. It's it's coming. Relax. This is the band. This is how they are. How do you feel at this point? Well, I, I don't believe th- this actually is the band, or because uh, Duff was talking about it like it was just a fact. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, people around the band, management, or uh, marketing has some plans. Mm. We don't know. And but then again, I'm I'm yeah. I mean. 30 plus years fan well maybe now yeah 30 plus years i think um i get some 
or Brett's now. Do you, how do you say it? Say that one more time. You cut out a little bit. Oh, you, you said something like we got we are given a, a bread crumb. Oh, a breadcrumb. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and and taking it back. Only thing I I could um, hope for is that they're using all the crumb to make a nice toast out of it or something. <laughs> that's that's now you know being a fan for over thirty years. I'm well. I'm not frustrated. If this hmm. these kind of news items will frustrate me, then. Um, I think I stopped being a fan 25 years ago or something. Uh, then again, I, I did when I was at the, the, the concert uh, last week, um, was talking to uh, uh, some other fans and it is longer than the, the, the Chinese Democracy album yep. came out. That's this new album, if there is going to be a new album. Um, it, took, it took this one uh, longer than uh, the Chinese uh, album. So that's, um, yeah. That's kind of weird. It but is. then again, they're fully touring, of course, still. Right. That I was just about to say. The opposite back then is that if they toured or did a show, you didn't know if it would be canceled or there would be a riot. Like, that's why yeah. Just it was so hard. I, was, I just remember feeling how lucky I was to even get Guns N' Roses tickets to that 2002 show, which I was lucky because the whole tour was yeah. canceled the next night uh with the film the next ride. night yeah yeah oh wow yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so I, I rem- yeah i remember um going to i had tickets for that european tour as well but that got canceled um i, I did see them in belgium the year before or somewhere around the same year um yeah there was some um uh, weird phase of the band yeah here's a little and i'll continuously bring them up when it makes sense when it's uh when a, a, a Doug Nugget of the Never to Release Be Released book, I've been putting some on Twitter. Whenever I see a certain phrase, and I'm like, he wrote about that in the book or a certain subject. I'm like, oh, he talked about it here. Let me share. So, Doug took, according to him, he took blame for the cancellation of the 2002 European tour, only because he didn't want Axel to take the blame. And here's what happened. Axel goes to him, and he's like, on. it was like after Rock in Rio 2001. Mm-hmm. He's feeling good. He had been rehearsing with the band. He's like, I think we should take this out on tour. And Doug's like, yeah. really? Okay. So he books a tour. I, I forget the timeline now, but maybe a few months after, he sees, Axel sees news about it. And he's like, he calls Doug, what the fuck is this? It's like, what do you mean? Those are the European dates that you asked for. I didn't ask for any dates. One of those situations happened. So, and Doug's like, you know what? Fine. And he's like, as a manager, because I'm in the, his, his one of his quotes is, I'm in the interest of selling Guns N' Roses tickets, not Doug Goldstein tickets. He would have said mm-hmm. that a lot in his never to be uh, released book. Is that he's like, you know what? Let them hate me and not hate Axel. So I took the, he's like, I'll take the blame. So that's the story behind <laughs> the uh, yeah. European 2002 cancellation. So, but everything you said, you're right. If you're frustrated at this point and, and the, the news that's coming out is good, I'd rather this news come out rather than some sort of fight, infighting between the band, yeah. which it doesn't seem to be at all. Actually, the, the, the one thing, again, about the cancellation of that European tour back in the day, um, I think the that uh, followed was was saying that Buckethead was ill, so that's why they couldn't go on tour. So the entire uh, um, Doug Goldstein mention came years later when uh, Axel went on uh, my GNR forum where he explained a bit about this. So that part of the story just came years and years later. Gotcha. Yeah. To come. Yeah. The timeline of this band is so difficult. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I admire anybody who tries to put this together, you know, in, in yeah. print and in podcast form. Uh, so let's talk about something a little less frustrating because I am excited to see this band. New music or not, maybe they'll have a new single by the time I see them August, I don't know, it's like 24th or something. Because I'm seeing Metallica in a couple of weeks in the same oh, wow. the stadium. I, my second time and my wife's first time actually. Uh, so I got Metallica, what is this? This is Friday, August 4th. 
and I'm going to see air quote Pantera with opening, which I'm excited for. I, you know, Pantera. So I know some people want to say air. Quote. Yeah. Uh, then GNR is Tuesday, August 15th. So I'm excited. And I posted the other day, and we'll talk about the set list you saw. Bad Obsession I want to see. Pretty tied up. I've never, ever seen those live. And no. they've been adding, a, a, there was a time, twat and prostitute into the set list. I would like those as well for my show. So tell me, please, Remco, tell me about your show at in Wirt. Okay. Um, well, it was back July 11th. Was it 11th? Yeah. Last uh, Tuesday in uh, Weird. And um, it was a very, very hot day. No, I'm just making a real big story out of it right now, okay? That's this what we're moment. here for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it was very, very hot weather. Um, but I had this early uh, access ticket, so I uh, arrived, well, pretty on, early on. Um, we could hear the sound check, um, which was a kind of a weird sound check. Uh, that obsession was played twice, mm. the entire song. Um, and I think we heard... Uh, uh, anything goes it's so easy and estranged little part of um, uh, patience and then we moved to the uh, to the stage and the luck we had being so early was that we for hours we were able to stand in the shadow of the stage oh. so uh, we didn't have the sun on our heads at that moment because uh, I think that would have, yeah, well, not killed anyone, but uh, I'm pretty sure people would have uh, passed out because later on, because of the heat, during the show, we saw so many people um, brought out and, and, and to the, up to the front because Ooh. they just passed out. It, it was, yeah, of course, the, the, the weather. And um, uh, I've been to uh, front row shows at Guns a lot of times. I never saw this uh, happening so, uh, wow. so, so uh, yeah, this often. Um, but anyway, um, first we had the pretenders, which was a very cool uh, uh, thing to see. Second time I saw them opening for guns, and um, it's unbelievable. Uh, Chrissy Hines, she's I think she's 71 or 72, and yeah. still rocking it. Um, sweat uh, on her face, uh, the, her makeup uh, on, the, on her chin because of it. Um, but she still rocked it, and uh, she played. Uh, and there was fun mentioning um, she 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 did two songs, especially for uh, the third one for uh, Slash because he liked that Pretender song so much. Oh, can't remember uh, which one. Um, but the second one was for especially for Axel because the Stand by Me. No, not stand by me. Uh, I stand. I stand by you. Okay. Um, yeah. Axel lo loved that one, so that's uh, why she played it and she mentioned it. Um, and then, well, I think thirty minutes or so went by, and we were expecting them to uh, to come on in uh, forty-five minutes. And then we saw this helicopter um, just over the uh, uh, the field coming uh, landing very close uh, to the, the the vip section and from uh, what we've heard axel uh walks out of the, the helicopter went to the backstage obviously had his uh, microphone and uh, things and went straight into uh it's so easy so that was uh that was fun him seeing uh, seeing him again um that my first show was in 1993 in nijmegen also in the netherlands uh, they also arrived uh, by helicopter back then. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was a nice one. Um, and it's so easy went. Just like... It, it, As if he was uh, practicing vocal chords for hours in front of a uh, backstage. But he just arrived and within minutes he was on stage. So that's... I think that's a very... Um, how to say it? Yeah, that's good work. That's then you definitely are good at work, uh, as we say. That reminds and, me um, of uh, when CM Punk, the wrestler, was on the podcast. He told a similar story, and this was during the Bumblefoot era of GNR. When he saw them in Chicago, he's like, "Actually, just nobody. Every, he wasn't there. Nobody was panicking." And then apparently, he just came on a helicopter and just walked right onto the stage. He's like, "That was his core." The fact that he's still doing it is uh, is rock and yeah. roll. Is rock and roll, man. Oh, it is. And um, 
of course, there's a lot of uh, criticism about his voice, and I, I sometimes read it as well. Um, in all honesty, over the uh, entire concert, there are, I don't know, maybe four or five out of the 26 songs that I doubt he's um, using his voice in a, in a good way, good enough for that song. That's, that's me. Um, for instance, uh, You Could Be Mine. I think he, he sings it in a high, very clean pitch. And he still managed to, 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 to reach those high notes. But it's, yeah, of course, it doesn't sound uh, like the raw, the, the raspy uh, Axel, of course, we all want to hear. But then again, when you go to uh, listen to Bad Obsession, it's so easy. Um, also, by the way, the Pretty Tied Up, he did very good job on that one. Um, Night Train, uh, some parts of Live and Let Die, it was amazing. I, I, I honestly think um, he sounded best uh, since years. I, I wasn't uh, at the uh, European tour last year, but I went for several uh, concerts in 2017, 18. And I honestly believe that this tour, he's more in shape and even singing even better than back um, in those years. So I was uh, surprised and in a, in a, in a good way um, about those first um, uh, songs. Um, and then we got some uh, surprises as well, because, uh, well, of course, uh, Anything Goes was on the set list for this entire tour. So now I uh, can say I heard every single uh, song live from the uh, Appetite album. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, uh, I managed to, uh, to, to hear those, uh, all, the, all of those uh, live right now. Um, um, but uh, we did get uh, My Michelle. My Michelle as an extra song that uh, right. Frank wanted to do that song. They don't play that uh, song uh, that too much uh, right now. And I also, uh, oh, Better, of course, and Street of Dreams. And those two, I, don't, I'm, I think, sounded better back um, during the, the, the Bumblefoot years. But hey, it was a nice surprise because we didn't expect the, those songs to uh, uh, to be on the set list. Mm-hmm. Those are all fair and honest opinions, and I that's what I encourage everyone to do on this podcast. Uh, I, I yeah, I shine towards the more positive light because that's I have arguments with people online about his voice, or you know, it's what's really starting to anger me is the uh, the physical appearance. And he looks and sounds fine for someone who's 61 years old. But, yeah, if we, we're having fun here, we can uh, break it down where his voice, yeah. The way he sings at 61, it's going to be very difficult to sing certain songs. But he's out there doing it. He's out yeah. there, and it's so that's what, that's what rock and roll is. You're not out there seeing watching an opera. There's supposed to be mistakes I've seen listeners comment. I'm like, I slash made a mistake tonight. I can't tell because I'm not a I'm not a musician or a guitarist. Uh, I I remember I think I brought up this quote before when I had Mark Rivera from Billy Joel's band on. He's like, I make a mistake every night, and this is somebody who he's with Billy Joel. Like he's one he's a world class musician, and this is what happens in the throat where. And I'm seeing a lot of articles about other musicians where they have to cancel a show because of the weather. It's high altitude. It's too hot. I mean, you don't know what he's dealing with that day vocally. It's not like Slash or Duff picking up their instrument. And their instrument should still be... I know things happen, but it should still be working. You don't know what's going to happen. And it's not like Axel's had those moments where he's lost his voice or... It's just, it bothers me when people take that us one clip or an out-of-focus picture or a Photoshopped picture to use yeah. that as an example of what Axl Rose is today. If you go to the you know, show, like, wh- I, tell me the truth. Do you have a good time at the show? Would you tell people to go? To go? Would you encourage people to go? 100%. And actually, so I, I was... 
was not um um i got uh, a bit um you know I, I know there's a lot of people focusing on this point on this uh, subject a lot uh, but that's on the uh, the forums or the discord servers where i i'm around because there's a big fan base over there but then again um i got carried away a bit right now because um I always say you have to go to the to the show to experience how and enjoy uh, such a good three hour long set. So I'm not that negative at all. Um, and maybe I, I focused a bit too early in my story about those songs. Um, but I mentioned it because I wanted to say in general, in three hours of songs, we got a great rock show. You know, we had so many uh, um, cool guitar solos. And yeah, of course, uh, maybe Slash uh, made, made a mistake. But that's, um, you know, I, I play, um, myself play in theaters a lot, not uh, comparing anything to, <laughs> to Guns N' Roses. But every night, I know if there's a mistake, it makes me a bit more sharp, even better for the rest of the, yeah. um, the show. So... I don't even care if if they do make a mistake. If if I don't want to hear a mistake, I'll put on out an album, um, right. put on an album. Um, the experience of such a live show is amazing, and for me, uh, even the best experience is front row. So I've most of my uh, GNR shows I've been front row because that's I feel like uh, I'm really um, into the. Uh, excitement the most and in, in the into the, the the show the most so i i'm i was actually talking about those songs and stopped talking about those uh, songs where i didn't like his voice myself only to to say that it's four or five songs compared to 25 others and most of the uh, the show was great he was in good shape he was like high kicking he was running around Axel, uh but also slash also duff so i think the, the bands at this age performing this way is very very rock and roll and it's it's fine i want you to mention because i don't want people to come on here and just spit nothing but glowingness because that's not reality because uh, yeah there are songs that I would prefer another Velvet Revolver song. I don't think Axel sounds great on Slither. I'm happy he's doing it. I enjoy watching it. But while you're, you are right when you go on the forums or just on the fan sites or my site, and those are the hyper, well, we're, we're the biggest Guns N' Roses fans. If you're seeking out a forum, and this is the level of conversation that we have. But unfortunately, I also have TikTok. And I primarily just use TikTok to share my YouTube videos, but sometimes you just can't help but get sucked down the rabbit hole of TikTok videos, which are just so, so stupid. I really try to like have my algorithm just be Guns N' Roses, cats, and like wrestling. I really do. But when I go on a Guns N' Roses, and it's usually by some, uh, maybe I'm old enough to say this, uh, some millennial, somebody who hasn't seen, seen Guns N' Roses live, picking apart how Axel sings he sings like a cartoon and yeah I could if I had if I had no life I can go back and forth with this person online and defend Axel like some white knight like I need to do that but I just say hey you know what I enjoyed the show ever I've enjoyed every single Guns N' Roses show I've ever been to and I can't wait to go again and if they're negative they're like oh I'm sure you were blindfolded and I had earplugs on yeah, that's a weird way to go to a concert. Sure, that's what I did. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the show. Uh, if yeah. you want to pick it apart like a sport, you know, break it down, you know, uh, have some sort of blackboard, X's and O's and circle and, and pick things apart. If that's the life you want to live, fine. But I am so happy that they're touring. It's going to be really interesting since this band not only doesn't give you news, the news it gives you, it takes away that when they do it's stop tour- <laughs> when they do stop touring this time around like Slash said like Tom Mayhew said what are we going to be waiting for are we going to be like is, is Guns N' Roses over are we expecting new music because we're going to have no definitive statement I'm assuming just based upon, based upon uh, you know the past so 
we have stuff to talk about, though. This is exciting. This is all just, we're playing, I've heard this phrase, we're playing in a sandbox right now. We're having fun. They ever get that negative, it just doesn't need to happen. But, again, be honest about it. If you don't like certain things, that's okay. It's You don't need no. to be a, a GNR Axel apologist to be on the show. No, of course, of, of course. But, um, um, uh, I heard you say something interesting as well, but uh, a friend of mine saw them uh, during the European um, tour as well and was talking to Fernando a bit. And he actually said, don't expect them back in Europe for quite a while. That might be because of uh, Slash's uh, um, uh, solo album uh, that's, that probably will be uh, coming around uh, uh, Duff is uh, having a solo album, uh, of course, and maybe because GNR uh, themselves are going to record something. So that's yeah, all a lot of questions. And with the three of them releasing um, different stuff, or the three Duff uh, slash and Duff uh, releasing uh, their own stuff as well, everything will well have to be planned because. Um, I wanted to say because you have to uh, have an album and tour uh, at the same time, but that's not the way GNR is going to do it. Exactly. They just they'll drop songs, albums, but they always always uh, always have done it this way. I remember, uh, of course, the 1991 uh, tour, uh, the Usual Illusion tour started before <laughs> the albums were right. uh, released. So that's just their. Uh, this is GNRB and GNR, and yeah. I, I, this is just like hypothetical dreaming of what trying to get into Axel's psyche. I can only think that he's doing these three and a half hour shows where he puts his voice out there. I really think he wants to cram as much good times with this band that he went without for so long with Slash. I think he wants to like savor every moment because he knows he can't do this forever. I mean, is he going to be singing "It's So Easy" when he's seventy? Which is yeah. Which is less. Well, it will be that easy. I, it, it won't be. I can't <laughs> imagine it being that easy. It's different when no. you're, you're singing that at that age. It's difficult, and perhaps I guess pun intended that he wants to focus on a tour, his, uh, his voice being in shape now. And that break, okay, now I can just focus on music. Maybe he needs to, to balance it. Maybe he can't do both. Uh, maybe, and that's why he's like, you know what? Here's absurd. This is what you get when you <laughs> I, I don't know. This is just, again, speculation. But at least this is uh, all this. As we mentioned earlier, you've been with this podcast listening since episode one. We've had quite a few conversations and that was just before the reunion when we didn't know if they would break up yeah. any day now so we're in a good place we're still in a really good place with this band it's frustrating when they give us something they delete it but they're our favorite band this is what they do yeah. and you have to say um, the band is in a good uh, position as well they, they, they enjoy performing so much because that's they have they they were laughing more than I have ever seen um, the interaction between uh, Slash Duff uh, um, and Axel was pretty cool um, but for most the the, the Axel was during most of the the, the, the the show was very very happy but one moment uh, where um, he wasn't happy there was when um, uh, right before Night Train. He got, uh, um, he had this, of course, he had his horns, you know, he used this, uh, uh, the thing, the, the, the remote to, to use the, the horns. Um, that wasn't working. So the big one, horns right in front of us, uh, we were already uh, uh -huh. standing with our uh, fingers in our ears. Um, um, that one wasn't working. Um, and, and actually, I saw the panic in the, the, um, the co-worker who was standing who had one job at <laughs> the horns work and it was complete panic and I saw uh, Gio the actual head of security um, was just shaking his head it was like oh no you can't be serious but then uh, Axel uh, smiled again because he said 
no worries, I have a backup. And he took this, I don't know, set of horns um, that he could uh, keep in his hands, uh, handheld horns, and <laughs> used that one. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. That's, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's very cool you saw that. And yeah. as you're telling me that story, I'm envisioning it was one of the best Simpsons episodes where Peter, I think it was uh, Peter Frampton was trying to fire a, a pig when they went to Lollapalooza and then he okay. couldn't because Homer messed with it. Like the, it was supposed to be a pig that supposed to be like fire out of a cannon, but Homer used it for his freak show. Something like, I haven't seen that episode in a long time, but anyway, uh, no, that, that yeah. it's, it, and I don't think it was at, um, at your show. And if you wouldn't mind, uh, just showing us some pictures, uh, do well, I, of course. do I have to give you permission? Have I not done that yet for the, the sharing no screen? Cause there was, I forget. Which, yeah. No, you have to give me your permission. Oh, uh, how do I do that? Uh, I want to. I, feel, I wish I remember what show it was at, but there were fans in the the front row uh, allowed to record local files. Uh, damn you! Why is this not working? I should have tried this before. But there there were fans in the front row that were wearing mm -hmm. uh, dolphin he helmets or dolphin yeah. heads. And it's oh, not at my show, but it was earlier on. Okay, and I think I did share the thing correctly, so you can share screens. Uh, okay. Then you see Axel kind of put his arm around Slash during Estrange and point them out in the front row. So kudos to those those gunners out there, but with the uh, the dolphin heads. Ooh, a lot of photos. Yeah. yeah did you share any of these on uh, on your Instagram? Uh, a couple, a okay. couple. Here's the the Pretenders, of course. Before um, you can see it, yeah, I can. And I'm, I'm I'm excited to see the Pretenders, so I'm, it's cool to see this. I yeah. Well, I did. I do admit that I would love to see Alice in Chains because I've never seen them. Oh. But oh. I've never seen the Pretenders either, so I'm not going to complain. Okay. Well. Um, okay. There's a lot of Pretenders, and here the the new. Um, you see the the. the yeah. Uh, their, their background, their back screen. Yeah, the background is very cool. Yeah. And it's weird. Here's Axel in a helicopter. <laughs> and there's the helicopter. <laughs> the people know. and everyone's saluting yeah. it with the, the metal horns. Yeah. They know. We yeah. all know it's Axel. Oh, yeah, and there you see the, the horns. Wow, you're so close, and, uh, man. This is yeah, this is uh, it's so easy, I think. So uh, won't uh, use any um, of the videos. But here's uh, yeah, some very cool uh, close-up pictures and I was yeah this is a nice oh, one I think. beautiful sky yeah yeah, yeah. this when the sun was coming well uh, as you see you could see the the it was uh, behind the stage so we were uh, yeah in the shadows and this uh, this was the moment um, where it just lined up uh, slash a bit more and here's uh, yeah Chinese democracy a yeah. lot of um, a lot of photos what do you oh, think of Axel's uh, switch in pants and shoes? I don't think I've spoken about that on the, the no. important topic of that, going from cowboy boots to the Axel high tops. I say, yeah. damn, I mean, maybe that's why he's falling, because he hasn't worn sneakers in a while. But I don't know. I, I, I'm I, not the I, one uh, to talk fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm, no, like, uh, half, I'm like half naked here. It's so, it's, it's so hot. It's so hot here. Here's a... Oh yeah, I shared this one, the backslash. A backslash. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, funny. Um, and, and before we forget, uh, what, shout out your Instagram so people could check out some of these oh, videos. Yeah. R-E-M-C-O-G-N-R. This Remco GNR. Remco GNR. Look how close you are, man. Yeah, it was a high stage that was uh, because of the, it was a festival stage uh, two days before it. There was um, uh, a festival, um, and here's uh, Slash speaking. This is a nice one as well. <laughs> it looks like Slash is just watching Axel play piano. Yeah. Yeah, Wait before uh, his solo, and here it is. Uh, I could try. I'm not sure if I. Uh, you can mute it. Hear it. I don't hear it, but it's cool to see it in motion. No, anyway, you don't hear it. Okay. Well, well, we're watching the other uh, rainfall other than the screen so that's a cool thing to watch anyway yeah 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 it's it's uh the the, the screen was uh the, the the effects and the new uh visions on the screen were, were nice as well and um this one oh this is the lithograph 
Oh yeah, what, can you explain now what that lithograph is? Like yeah, the, yeah, it's uh, it's called the um, it, it's it's a painting. I'm not sure who painted it. A Dutch painter, uh, the Bokkenrijders, and it's uh, something like uh, those um, well goats. Um, they, they have this uh, very mythical um, story in the in this area actually of the uh, where the um, show was. Um, there's a yeah, there's a famous Dutch uh, story, and uh, well, it was used. And there's a famous uh, painting about that as well. And uh, um, this artist uh, used that, so uh, that's a fun one. And of course, last, let me show you last few. Very cool. I mean, pictures of. Uh, yeah, I like that with the uh, the Guns N' Roses banner. Yeah. Uh, again, all yeah. on the screen, and people have like, oh, what's going on with the pyro? But I think this is probably just so much more safe and cost-effective, yeah. and they do a great job. I think it's like UK Creations that, that does these. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They have a great stage show. They really do, and, and Axel's out there using the entire stage, and we'll get Axel with yeah. the double guitar. Uh, yeah. Melissa in the background. I mean, just uh, just awesome, man. Yeah. And how many friends did you go with? How many friends did you go with? No, I actually met uh, um, my friends at uh, the show uh, itself, so I didn't go to uh, to the show uh, with friends uh, this time. Um, I've been touring with my brother as well, uh, or touring, uh, visiting um, sh- several shows uh, during in uh, during the 2017 and 18 European tours. We went to uh, four different countries or so. Um, but this time I just uh, went by myself. Oh. But I met, of course, uh, met a lot of uh, people that I uh, uh, I know from the the, the Guns uh, shows. So we already uh, talked in um, WhatsApp uh, groups. Uh, Love it. Okay, where are you and how uh, uh, how early uh, was you, uh, did you go and. Uh, Oh, I love that, man. I love the the family feel that this fan base has. We may be a tortured fan base, but we're loyal and we care about each other. (laughs) Oh, of course. And I I do have to say, I um, know a lot of those people from, well, the the, the Buckethead tour periods, even. Yeah. The Buckethead tour. So I, yeah, I I saw saw Buckethead with guns in. in Belgium, I can't remember if it was 2001 or 2002. Anyways, um, and from then on, I uh, keep on uh, meeting people. Oh, sometimes going to uh, solo uh, uh, shows as well. Okay. Slash or Bumblefoot or, uh, or other. What about that? Uh, this wasn't at your show. I, uh, this, I guess, was in Rome when Axel did the Buckethead reference where he took out yeah. kind of a, a gladiator helmet and he said this was a gift from Buckethead back in the day. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's I know it's just a silly casual mention, but he mentioned Buckethead in like a, a loving story on stage. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's... so. I, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that, is yeah, that cool. was cool. And I um, I wonder if, that, if he brought it especially for that show because it was in rome yeah um a gladiator the, the place for the gladiators uh, wow. uh, helmet to be wearing worn. you all, but, um, all your you all like yours everyone has a great stadium to see guns N' roses in i just again the fact that they're playing in metlife stadium where the jets and giants play football i'm just like i don't know it's in new jersey i you may not know i'm in new jersey is i'm sorry you want to mm-hmm. call me uh an arrogant new yorker but new jersey is it's not that pretty like it's <laughs> i just um i just finished uh, watching uh spider-man 2 the okay. 2000s i don't know two versions so i know you're new york okay um anyway <laughs> well new, new york um, has like at least we have like we can look at buildings tall buildings but new like new jersey there's like there's nothing around there it's just I want you get the Rome Coliseum and I see yeah. oh I'm so jealous of anyone who's seen, seen them at a Slane Castle uh, just yeah. a friggin' castle Ugh. Yeah. anyway so that's why I love doing these reviews with you Remco and Guns N' Roses fans uh, around the world uh, I, I don't and know if you speak as we speak they're playing um, at uh, uh, Buc- uh, oh, how to say it? Bucharest Bucharest in uh in an, oh no, that's the national arena as well. I thought they were um, 
playing at a nice venue there. But right now they're in, uh, as far as I can see, they're knocking, doing knocking on Ev's door at the <laughs> moment we're talking right now. I enjoy all the fans that update us from around the world, whether they're videos or people who tweet the set list. It's just, it's like the middle of the day right now when I can enjoy a Guns N' Roses show from, uh, yeah. you know, thousands upon thousands of miles away. So that's the beauty of being able to talk, to be able to, you know, the beauty part of the internet, not the, uh, the garbage part of it. I'm not ready. I don't know, Remco. I am not ready to go on threads. I still like Twitter. I still am all, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, even TikTok. I can't do the threads thing. People tell no. me, you, is anyone on threads like uh, that listens to this podcast? Would it be worth it? But anyway, it's all about connecting to GNR fans around yeah. the world. And speaking of which, I don't know if you can, if you heard that baby brownstones like crying. Uh, did you hear that? At oh, all? no. Okay. No, no. Yeah, baby brownstone is doing fine. Yeah, he's probably hungry. Yeah, he's hungry. He shits. He throws up. He's smiling more, which is pretty great. Oh, Uh, cool. Yeah, so I will believe me. I'll do plenty of baby brownstone content when it's appropriate. I want to do baby's first time listening to Welcome to the Jungle. Like I want to do that. Oh yeah. I oh I have. Go ahead. I have some videos of my my uh, my own daughters uh, listening to uh, GNR as well, <laughs> sitting there in, in the, I, I don't know maybe four years old four uh, months old uh, in front of the TV, watching um, Paradise City and and, and the sister three year uh, three year old back then head banging next to her. Yeah. Oh, I've been there, done that, and you have to do it. Oh, I can't. Oh, I'm so excited, and I'm kicking myself. I recorded it too late. I only have two hands, but. When I put on the Guns N' Roses lullaby, those little babies yeah. go, whatever. I remember I was like, where I am now, I was holding him. He was crying. And I'm like, I guess it wasn't even necessarily thinking about Guns N' Roses. I was like, maybe classical music, something. I'm like, you know what? Let me try the lullaby thing. The first song, I, it was just off of YouTube, was Don't Cry. And he stopped crying. And I wish I got that transition because <laughs> I just showed him after smiling. And yeah. he literally stopped crying. I mean... I don't know. He started crying again after, like, maybe, like, five minutes later. But that was just, holy shit, this worked. <laughs> this really worked. Uh, but I'm sure my wife needs help. Remco, uh, thank you so much. Anything else you want to get out there that you're – because I know you're – I don't know. You do speeches oh, just, and uh, anything you want to put out there in the public for people to check out? Oh, my uh, my Instagram, of course, Remco GNR. Um, maybe my uh, website remcognr.com I'm uh, I've uh, since 30 over 30 years I've collected a lot and then uh, started uh, trading well not trading anymore but selling stuff to other uh, collectors and GNR fans okay. um, for quite a while right now so I uh, just go to remcognr.com and maybe if you see there's something you might be interested in, let me know and uh, awesome. we'll figure it out. Awesome. Very yeah. cool. Thank you for, for that. Yeah. It's, I, I love doing that. And again, I'm going to buy, Just, uh, I'm going to get all the memorabilia. But sorry, what were you going to say? Yeah. And I, I also got the, the cool memorabilia, of course. Saw the, the lithograph of the beard and, um, we also got the, the night VIP package uh, for the early entrance. So uh, okay. there's still um, uh, stuff coming in, of course. And hopefully a new record soon. Soon is the word, you know, how I'm going to end this episode in just a couple of seconds. Uh, thanks, Remco. Thanks, everyone, for all the positive responses on these fan reviews that I do. It's a great opportunity to just give the fans a voice and to really express your thoughts. I know we all try to do it on social media, but here we get to have a conversation back and forth. You get to give a review. You can come on here like Remco and show your pictures. Same thing on social media if you don't want to, because I know some are, I was talking to a a French uh, follower the other day, and forgive me for not remembering his name, but he can type really well, but he's like, I don't speak English really well. So if you're self-conscious for any reason, you can write a review. And then I could share that on my social media, and that could be your review. Just have fun with it, you know. Uh, yeah. Remco, I think we, we used to toy with that name. With you were my European uh, GNR correspondent. You you did yeah, some videos true. for me back in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So I, I like to, we're all fans. I just happened to work in radio. I happened to start a podcast. Uh, but we're all fans enjoying the same frustrating band that we've loved for so long. <laughs> thank you for, for having me again. And thank you for the over 400 episode. I, I couldn't even imagine it be over 400. <laughs> it, it still boggles my mind. It really does. I felt yeah. like I started it yesterday and we're going to keep yeah. continuing uh, as far as guests to come and you know, it's a little difficult to schedule around baby brownstone. Sometimes I'm holding them. Sometimes my wife's got to go in the other room to hold them. But we're yeah. going to keep cranking them out. And as I always say, the conversation continues on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Please follow on YouTube. I'm having a lot of fun. Even when I'm not doing interviews, I'm put, making those YouTube shorts, those one-minute uh, yeah. highlights from the show. And I'm having fun with the video editing. I, before this episode, I'm going to put it up soon. One with uh, about Blind Melon with Christopher Thorne talking from episode oh, cool. 41. And it's fun. I'm like, I get these really good like one-minute bite-sized meaty clips of this person talking. Like I get, yeah. I give you real. These are my interviews I did. It's not like I'm just sharing other people's stuff and making it my own thing. This is my own thing, and it's yeah. just uh, interviews you've forgotten about. Oh, because we were talking about the general earlier, and I made a video of Brain. This was like episode yeah. like one something, telling us the genesis of the general was just him yeah. eating General So's chicken. Yeah, I, it had I nothing it to do with Tommy Stinson. Uh, maybe it changed to that because that's what Axel thought. But Brain's like, no, we were just eating chicken. And we yeah. needed a placeholder name. So that's the kind of content you get only here on Appetite for Distortion. So that does it for this episode. When will you see the next one? In the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy, I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it. security, I'm going home.